Welcome to the Entrepreneur Cast, your source for tactical lessons in entrepreneurship from a cast of entrepreneurs. I'm Jason Demers. And I'm Sam McRoberts. And today we're going to talk about agency versus in house marketing, the pros and cons. All the age old debate. Yes. Which should you do? Which one's right? Which one's wrong? Why are they good? Why are they bad? Like, I, I feel like I hear this pop up often. And it, it's a good discussion. And there are a significant number, I think, of pros and cons for each one. So this will be fun to fun to dig into. And since we've both been on both sides of this at in-house and agency and run our own agencies, this will be yeah. I, I feel like we've got a lot to uh, yeah. a lot to contribute on this one. That's exactly what I was thinking too. Yeah. We've we've seen both sides and we've seen the pros and cons of each. So um yeah, let's let's jump in. So I would say for let's start off by looking at agencies, since I think we both have the deepest background there. For agencies, I would say one of the biggest pros is going to be connections. You know, agencies have built up a lot of connections to a lot of people with different skills, whether it's content writers or link builders or conversion rate optimizers, analytics, uh, you, you name it. And this, you know, we're not talking just SEO here. Like this, this isn't just should you do agency or in-house for SEO, but should you do agency or in-house for marketing in general, right? So agencies tend to have a lot of connections. They may have a lot of deals in place that you can't get. They may have special pricing, access to people you can't, you just can't afford, but they're friends with. I, I feel like connections is a really big pro on that side. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, connections are, it's something that you build up over the course of your time as an agency and as vendors or editors or publishers sort of see that you are an asset to them. They become more open and willing to work with you. And then that relationship strengthens. Sometimes those relationships can follow you if you work in an agency and then you leave to like go work at a different one. But in a lot of cases, they they won't follow you out of the agency because of various restrictions. You know, in, maybe it's an employment agreement or something something else. But agencies really hold those connections. I'd say more than individuals do. I mean, what are your thoughts? What have you found about that, Sam? No, I think that's right. And. If you were to bring it in house, like the person you hire might have some of those same connections, like you could hope so, but they may just they may just not have all that infrastructure in in place, right? Like the agency's probably already got contracts and NDAs and payment things set up for all these. It's just it's a lot of stuff that you would have to replicate. And that, that I think is actually one of the big pros of working with an agency is they have the infrastructure in place to do everything. And in-house, you may have to set all that shit up from scratch, which is a pain in the ass. Yeah. And expensive and difficult and to expensive. go negotiate all those agreements and contracts with all these vendors and, and so on. So yeah, it's that's a huge pro of an agency. Right along lines with that are resources and tools. So most agencies pay thousands of dollars a month for sometimes dozens of different tools that they use across all their clients. And when you amortize, you know, many thousands of dollars a month across a bunch of tools across 10, 20, 40, 80 clients, right? Like it's it's a small amount per client and it makes sense. But when it's just your company and you have to pay that much for your tooling, like that that's expensive and that adds up. If you're not a if you're not a medium to large company, spending many thousands of dollars a month on tools is probably going to be a tough tough pill to swallow to say the least. It's true. With with that said, I feel like we're in an era now where you don't really need to spend all that much on 
you know, SEO or, or, or marketing tools, at least SEO tools. I'm, I spend a lot of my time doing SEO and honestly, I get by with just a few tools that each of them cost me maybe like 50 bucks a month. I mean, what about you? I pay probably two or $300 a month for a very small number of tools, Mm -hmm. but there's also a lot of things that I can do myself where a tool might make it easier, but I don't do it often enough to justify paying for it. Right. It's like, you know, clear, clear scope or something for writing out content at scale, or I think there, there can be a bunch, but since we're not talking just about SEO, like tooling can be very expensive. So let's say you have a company that does apps and you need some sort of really good uh, app analytics service that can handle push messages and in-app alerts and like all that type of stuff and tile that data together, you know, AppBoy or whatever, whatever tool it is, but, like those things can easily cost $20,000 plus per year. And they're, they're very expensive tool sets and there aren't really like good, cheap options for some of that stuff. So I just, sure. I'd keep that yeah. in mind. You, you may be able to get, yeah, you're, you're getting more than just somebody's time out of your agency. And that includes access to all of these, all of these toolings. And they may pay for tiers that are out of your reach. They may be able to pull down more data than you can get to from a cheaper, a cheaper level, right? Like SEMrush, you know, you don't get a hell of a lot of data for your 99 bucks a month. You got to bump up to a much higher plan to really get the juice. That's a good point. Well, another pro of working with an agency is that you get multiple specialists uh, instead of, you know, maybe one or two jack of all trades. So with agencies, typically you have teams of, uh, of employees and generally there's at least one person with expertise or specialty in, in every area, well, at least one for every area. Um, and that's what enables yes. the agency to, to tick. They can sort of internally tap into their own expertise and resources uh, to get things done. So you might have the power of a team of five or six marketing experts, you know, one in each skilled in each discipline of marketing. Whereas in order to get that with, uh, with an in-house person, you know, you'd, you'd have to sort of rely on them telling you they're an expert in everything, which is pretty uncommon uh, to find. Dude, extremely uncommon. I, I, one of the little heuristics I use for this is kind of like how many industry years of experience am I getting access to? You know, if I'm going to an agency and their team combined has a couple hundred years worth of experience spread across all different verticals and companies and types, like that's huge. You're not going to get that from one or two or three people if you pull them in-house. And so you may be missing out on a tremendous amount of knowledge and experience that you just like, you're not getting it in-house. It doesn't really matter what you do. That's a good point. And it's not just combined experience um, in terms of like years, you know, per person, but also Agencies have off, they'll often have worked with hundreds or sometimes thousands or more of clients over the course of their of their lifetime, and so these agencies have an institutional knowledge that um, can oftentimes far surpass the the amount of experience that any individual person has had. You know, with with a particular in terms of the number of clients or industries or companies that they've worked with. So yes, you I think can really tap into that both types of experience with an agency. And I think a big mistake people make here when making this evaluation is thinking that an hour is an hour. Is an hour of my in-house person's time the same as an hour of an agency's time? And the answer is probably not. You know, unless you manage to hire somebody who's a tremendous expert and jack of all trades, like they may have to spend 
two hours or four or five or 10 doing a task that you, you could do really quickly and easily in your agency because you know exactly how to do this and you have a process and a template. And so, you know, it takes the agency an hour and maybe you pay their hourly rate of 150 or 200 bucks, but maybe it takes your in-house employee who you're paying 50 bucks an hour, 10 hours, right? Like you could have paid your agency 150 or 200 or, you know, your internal person 500. Like you, you have to actually think through some of that math because an hour is not automatically the same across each. Yep. That's a good point. So Another pro I'd say of agencies is that you never have to worry about employees taking vacations or breaks or going on sick leave or any other kind of leave because, Hopefully. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I mean, I guess it could happen where maybe your account rep is out for while they're on vacation or something and you have to deal with a, with a different account rep. But in general, as an agency, they are contracted to provide you with a certain amount of either hours or um, deliverables, yes. you know, on usually a monthly basis and they either do or they don't. And whether, whether anyone's on vacation or not, doesn't matter. They have that contract. Right. And every, every good agency, like every good agency is going to have a plan in place for this, right? They're going to have vacation transfers or some sort of thing set up. So, Hey, look, your account manager is going to be out on vacation for the next week or two. Here's your account manager, your temporary account manager while they're gone. There'll be no interruptions in service. Direct your questions here while they're out. Like, that's that's how things should be set up. You know, if your agency doesn't do something like that, maybe look for a new agency. Yep. Agreed. So what about some so think, cons? Yes. All right. So cons to agencies, I mean, the first one that everybody always brings up is price. And sure, there are exceptions. I mean, you could find some low-tier offshore SEO agency offering you, you know, guaranteeing you number one rankings for $500 a month. But man, when it comes to agency work, you get what you pay for. That doesn't mean that you'll always get really good results if you pay a lot of money, but you can almost guarantee really shitty results if you're not paying much. And I, I really haven't encountered very many exceptions to this. Every now and then, you might find a diamond in the rough. They're they're brilliant, but they have a low low self esteem, and they're not charging what they should. Like that happens. That happens sometimes. But those are hard to find. They are. If you're cheap, yeah. if you're cheap, you're much more likely to find somebody who's going to fuck you over and break your company. And it's just not, in my mind, it's generally not worth the risk. That said, I think when looking for an agency in terms of price, you've got to be really careful about understanding what's included and not included with what you're what you're paying. But yes, it's true. Agencies can be expensive. Like I'd say on the SEO side, most good agencies are going to be charging a bare minimum of $2,500 US per month. And a lot of them, like the really good ones, are $5,000 to $10,000 plus per month minimum. And there are some that go higher. So keep keep that in mind as kind of a benchmark. On the paid search side, it's usually a management fee plus a percentage of spend over a certain amount. Management fees vary. You know, it could be somewhere between fifteen hundred dollars a month to maybe even five thousand dollars a month, and you pay maybe ten percent of spend if it's over ten thousand or twenty thousand a month. It, it's going to depend on the agency, but those are kind of like very rough, very rough benchmarks. Yeah. And like you said, it's really important that you understand what it is that you're paying for. I personally, I like to pay for deliverables that are almost like digital products. So for instance, Sam, if I come to you and I want an SEO audit, I know exactly what I'm going to get. I'm going to get a deliverable, like literally a report from you that breaks down everything that's right and wrong with my site with details on why it's wrong, if it's, if it is and what I need to do to fix it. Dude, I love it. Yeah. 
I, I love productized services. Yes. Yeah. It's like, look, you get this thing by this date for this amount of money. Here's what it looks like. Yeah. And I think you're, you're going to more often than not, you're going to be unhappy if you find an agency who says, yeah, we'll do your SEO for you for 5,000 bucks a month but you don't know what that means. They're going to be sending you invoices every month that says, well, okay, we're ready for our five, our five grand. And you're going to be looking at your rankings and maybe they're up a little bit, but maybe your revenue isn't up and you're going to feel disappointed. So really I, my advice would be truly understand and if possible, even um, put it into a quantity and a deliverable of what it is you expect, whether that's hours, whether it's links built whether it is um, leads acquired. Would, yes. Don't do hours. <laughs> yeah, so don't do hours. I, I would generally recommend in almost all cases that you never pay somebody by the hour. You Agreed. should be getting you should be getting things by the project because you don't like you don't care. You don't care how many hours it takes them to do. That's not your problem. You care like I want this thing and here's what it's worth to me. Can you do it for that amount of money or not? And if they can, great. The hours discussion is irrelevant. But you also don't want them just fucking stuffing hours and say, "Oh yeah, you know, we spent 5 hours this month on what?" Well, you know, like maybe this thing and that thing like mm. I I hate the hours game, so I would recommend against doing that. I completely agree. <clears throat> yeah, fuck hours. Go for projects, go for deliverables. Yes. Um, another con of an agency is that there's always a risk that you're going to get a low-level account rep, somebody who doesn't have a lot of experience and maybe really isn't the best possible resource for you. And you could have gotten that same level of help like cheaper and more uh, for if you brought it in-house. It doesn't, it doesn't happen too often. It does happen sometimes. I think it happens more often on the paid search side than it does uh, necessarily on the SEO side. But again, it, it just it depends on the agency. Yeah, it's like you're paying one amount for an agency, but really you're working with humans within that agency. And the humans that are within that agency have varying levels of experience and expertise and junior or senior in the company. And you can get unlucky with somebody who's too junior. It happens. And you know, with that said, account reps can also change suddenly. They can get reassigned. Uh, elsewhere in the company. This happens to me all the time with Google. Like we, we work with Google Cloud and every freaking couple of weeks, you know, we, we'll email our <laughs> rep and they'll be like, oh, so-and-so was assigned to a different area or team in Google. I'm your new account rep. And I'm like, thanks. You're the 18th new rep this year. <laughs> you know, like, it'll be nice to get to know you over the next two weeks. <laughs> yes. So, so in-house, right? Like the average tenure for an employee is usually somewhere between two to four years. But in an agency, because you're working with a bunch of different people, those people are going to be kind of spread across across that continuum. And at the same time, they might be leveling up in their job. They might be shuffling to a different department. They, you know, there, there's a lot of things that can change. So I would say account reps inside an agency, you probably expect them to change every three to six months. Like you might get lucky if it's if it's longer, but no, no guarantee. And that can be frustrating because inside the agency, there isn't always a really clear process for knowledge transfer. And so, you know, a lot of the built up knowledge may vanish with your account rep and you have to train your new account rep all over again on all the nuances. And that can be a real pain in the ass. Yeah, that can be a headache. We touched on this a little earlier, Sam, but it can be difficult to verify accuracy of timesheets. So if you're going to, if you're getting invoices every month on the number of hours that were spent by your agency, there's no way that you have to really know that that's true. They can say we spent 40 hours, 
this month working on link building outreach. Well, how do you know that? Like yeah. you don't, you can't. And so that's just another reason why we don't recommend letting anybody bill you on hours. Um, so th- you know what though? This is actually one where you could kind of do something. So right now, like the best thing for link building outreach is to set up a domain that's not the same as yours, but that's really cr- close. So like you have emailanalytics.com, you'd buy mm-hmm. emailanalytics.co and you'd set up G Suite and you do your outreach from that, you know, set that domain to redirect to your main one in case anybody checks it. But uh, when you when you do that, you could then use your own company, right? You could use email analytics to monitor that account being used for outreach that you give access to your outreach team because you know an agency may have you do exactly this and so then you can then you can actually monitor how much they're doing outreach but yes in general like it's a pain in the ass to track hours understand how it was spent have any control over how it's spent like well i'll I'll repeat it again just stay away from hours based shit when you're dealing with agencies or or freelancers projects look at projects yep i completely agree and that's a good point about the um you know setting up the uh, different g suite account and then monitoring it um I think that you do that. You set up a different account so that you don't trigger any spam flags on yes. your primary domain, right? You don't want to, you don't want to burn your main domain. Yep. Cool. Well, let's talk about in-house pros and cons. I think there's actually one more one more one more con for agencies is right. and we touched on this a little bit is just that lack of deep industry knowledge. It could be that your rep doesn't have enough time on your account to really know your industry and your competitors and how things are changing, regulations, language, jargon, like they just, they maybe they can't get deep enough. And it can be really difficult to get the type of in-depth understanding of a space from people in an agency that you could build up with somebody in-house. Yeah, that's a really good point. All right. So with All right. That, with, without further ado, in-house. So- in-house pros. So one thing I really like about having an in-house SEO team is that you have full control over that team. There's no wishy-washiness about how much time was spent or where or when or why. You control it. You're, you, you direct it and uh, you have that visibility. So you, you have more control. As a manager, maybe that'll appeal to you. Maybe you're more hands-off. If you're going to give up that control to an agency, you better be sure you can trust that agency. For me, it's just a little easier to have to to have trust and and have that control over an in-house team. So that's a big pro, I'd say, for in-house. Yeah. You also, of course, get better insight into how the time of your team is being spent, depending on how things you, you know are set up internally, whether you're observing from your office or whether they're they're tracking their hours or but it's still it's the same sort of thing. Like even internally, I would not pay attention to time so much as I would pay attention to projects and goals. Be like, all right, in the next quarter, here's our company goals in terms of revenue. And since paid sir, or since you know, let's say it's SEO, since SEO accounts for 50% of our traffic. We expect SEO to be responsible for 50% of these revenue goals. Here's where we were last quarter. So here's the gap you have to close. Now tell me about the projects and tasks you're going to do to close this gap. Like that's what you want to do. Even, you know, even with an internal team, you don't want to be chasing down monitoring hours and micromanaging that shit. Like you want to focus on bigger picture things. Yeah, totally agree. And you touched on this earlier um, about how agencies, you know, it can be difficult for them to become deep experts in your business or industry because they're working with hundreds or sometimes thousands of clients across lots of different industries and your account reps can change from time to time. But with an in-house team, they're going to change less often in terms of you're going to have less uh, turnover than agency account reps. And so they have the opportunity to actually become do- those deep experts in your business or industry that you're looking for. So that's a big pro for in-house. You can, 
you can send them to conferences. They're going to have direct access to your customers to ask questions and do qualitative analyses. And just they're going to be able to do more than an agency is going to do when it comes to that sort of depth, unless you find like a, a real niche agency. If you're a software as a service company and you go looking for an agency that specializes in software as a service businesses, you might actually get some advantages, more advantages on that front through an agency like that. But there aren't a ton of niche agencies in that variety. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. So I, would you recommend trying to find a niche agency then rather than more of a generalist one, if you can? I would. I would, actually. If you can find a really like a reputable niche agency, it's probably going to be a better decision. You're unlikely to get more out of in-house if you can find a really good niche agency at a comparable price point. Yeah, I agree. But they're just, you know, there aren't niche agencies for every niche. And the, the ones that they're, they're there, they may or may not be good. Like, so it, it's worth doing digging. But yeah, I would say that much. Cool. Well, uh, another pro would be uh, of in-house would be that they can be better integrated with your other employees and teams so that they can get things implemented faster and more efficiently. So with an oh, agency, it can be hard to connect those lines of communication from, you know, uh, department A to the agency to the right reps here and there. Better to do it internally or, or easier, I should say, to do it internally. So that's that's another advantage of in-house. I've either worked in or with probably close to a dozen different agencies at this point. And I would tell you across the board, the biggest frustration is usually getting things implemented, getting your client to do the stuff you've told them to do, to execute on things. And it's a hell of a lot easier internally when you can actually interface with and train everybody to get that done. And so, you know, being able to more easily do not just connect with those other teams and employees, but to do training internally, to sit down with a team and say, hey, here is how your job directly impacts this thing that we're doing. And here are the things you can do to help us. Here are the things that you could do that could hurt us. And internally building a sense of the importance of that task. Here's why SEO is important. Here's why paid search is important. Huge, 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 huge. And it's very difficult to do that from an agency, but it's a lot easier inside. Yeah, I like that. That's a good point. Another pro would be that there is less risk in terms of data um, or confidentiality because you're not you're not sort of trusting your um, systems, processes, you know, client lists and leads and so on with a third party, you can keep it all in-house and internal. And that's just easier to control. You have control over devices. You have control over your data policy. And like, again, having worked in a bunch of agencies, I can tell you that sometimes it's really well handled and sometimes it's very poorly handled. So if that's a big deal for your your business, like that alone could be a sufficient reason to keep it in-house. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of these points that we're making kind of come back to control, varying levels of control over everything, which can be super beneficial. Yeah, I actually, so I pitched doing work at one point for the New York Times. I ended up not getting the project because they had this ridiculously complicated security checklist process for people doing stuff. And it was like, I'm not, it's not worth it. The project's not big enough for me to justify like jumping through all these hoops with you. So I've had that too at email analytics where, you know, uh, prospective clients or customers will come to us and, and just say like, you know, present me with like a laundry list of, of things that they need. And I'm like, some of this stuff is just beyond the realm of reasonableness, <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah. yeah. So I hear you. Yeah. But I would say, you know, the last pro for in-house is going to be more total time spent directly on work. And again, like, you know, time may not be the right, the right thing to measure, but in general, 
you know, I'd say at an agency, you might be getting somewhere between five hours a week if you're, you know, on the low end to call it 10 to 20 hours a week on the high end. I doubt, I doubt you're ever going to get much more than that uh, out of somebody, at least on the SEO side. You might, you might get more on the paid search side if you're a big enough account. But in your company, you know, you're going to be getting 40 hours a week. Like they're there, they're, they're at their desk. Uh, assuming that they're at their desks, maybe they're remote considering everything that's going on. But y- you do have a lot more time spent directly on your work. And that may or may not end up being beneficial to you it could be a potential pro. Yeah. So let's talk about some cons of uh, in-house employees. Tons. Yeah. Yeah. We, we touched on this about one of the pros of an agency is that you get, they have more connections, resources, and experience. Well, that's one of the cons of, of in-house employees. Less, they have less connections, resources, and combined team experience. You can mitigate this somewhat by trying to hire former agency employees because maybe they will come with the, with that experience or some of those connections or resources that they formed at their agency. But that's not always uh, easy to find, and you know they're not going to certainly bring over all of that combined team experience. It's only so, one only one person can have so many resources yeah. or, or knowledge or experience. Yeah, as if I were if I were doing hiring internally for a role in SEO or paid search, I would want one of two things. I would either want somebody who's had at least a few years of agency experience or at least a few years of experience in your specific industry. Because if they haven't had agency experience and they haven't worked in your industry, guaranteed you're going to have to spend a lot more time like training and bringing them up to speed. So if you can find one of the other two, go for it. That's a good point. Uh, two, I would say you know it's usually going to be more expensive overall, depending on the size of the team you're hiring, just due to all of the other things you maybe haven't been considering. So payroll taxes, tools, office space, vacation time, all the ancillary stuff that come that comes up. But I'll give you an example, right? An expensive SEO agency might charge ten thousand dollars a month or more. If you're going to hire somebody who's a genuine SEO expert, who has tons of experience in the industry, both in-house, outsourced, and across a bunch of different verticals and tools, and that person's probably going to cost you at least hundred grand a year, maybe, maybe 150 maybe more. You're going to end up paying, like it's going to end up costing you. And then on top of that, there's going to be 20, maybe 25% for all the other stuff, right? The the office space and the HR work and like just all this, the taxes and all that shit. So, you know, a really good in-house SEO person might all in end up costing you $150,000 to $200,000 a year. That's a hell of a lot more than the $10,000 a month you would have been paying to your agency and you would have gotten similar or better expertise plus uh, potentially a lot more. So this is actually like, I'll, I'll cover this a little more uh, when we get to the end, since there's kind of a heuristic, but I would pay very close attention to the all in cost of a really top tier employee for something versus how much your agency is going to charge and keep that in mind. Yeah. And another one, another, another con is we, we touched on this, but um, your team might not have all those, all the needed skills, like you said, Sam, uh, or, you know, you might need to end up going and hiring an agency to help with certain aspects of the campaign anyway. So maybe instead of paying 10,000 a month, you're paying 2000 a month for them to fill the gap that your in-house team doesn't have in terms of expertise or um, connections or resources or whatever. So yeah, with an in-house team, it doesn't mean you're not going to have to hire an agency still. It just, you have to have every base covered with your in-house team or else you're going to have to, to uh, find an agency to fill those gaps. 
Yeah. Last, I would say, you know, if your internal team goes on vacation or gets sick, you may just have to wait to get stuff implemented internally unless your team is big enough, right? And this is one of the advantages to an agency is there's probably multiple people who can cover any gaps. But if you're, depending on how many people you have, like if your internal team is a team of one, a vacation or a sick day just means stuff gets on them on the back burner. So that may be, that may be a sufficient con right there. God, are we think are we forgetting anything? We're probably forgetting something. Oh, we probably are. These are these are the ones that we that we brainstormed for the for the show today. Um, but nothing cons. else is really coming to mind. But there's probably more that we missed. But cons of in house, I guess. I guess one more potential con could just be that maybe your your marketing role internally is like a dirty word. Like maybe the company just doesn't like SEO people, and they have one but it hasn't really worked well for them in the past. And so it's really hard to get things implemented. And maybe an outside expert could do more to sell and persuade than the internal person. Or maybe the internal marketing person has been there a long time and is jaded and is not really seeing things clearly or look, you know, you need a fresh set of eyes. That can be a big problem. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I've run into that multiple times where your contact at some place has been there for five, 10, 20 years and they're just stuck in their ways. Like that can yep. suck. They're not willing to see see something in a new way and see a new path to success or see what's really you know limiting success. Yep. Yeah. I mean, let's see. Yeah, I think that's probably good. So <laughs> to to wrap it all up, I'll give you kind of a heuristic, and this is what I use. If you are going to be spending less than ten thousand dollars a month on an agency it is probably worth using an agency and not bringing it in-house because your all-in costs for a really good individual, much less a team, is probably going to be probably going to be more than that. If you are spending uh, if your agency is going to cost more than that, let's say 10 to $25,000 a month. At that point, it's a maybe. And it depends a lot on how much of a team internally you could build and your resources to do everything. Because again, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of other pieces at play. I would say if you could if you can afford to spend twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars a month or more on SEO or on any one specific discipline, like just in the management fees. So whether it's that on SEO or that on your paid search management fees plus the actual ad ad money, if you're spending at least that much. For that, realistically, you could probably get one expert and two middle tier people internally. So at that point, it makes sense, I think, to bring it in house if you can hire if you can hire the right people. But so so less than ten grand a month, just do an agency. Ten to twenty, twenty five thousand a month, maybe. There's going to be some pros and cons, so you're going to need to weigh these. And if you have a budget of twenty five grand a month or more, probably makes sense to build it internally. I like it. I think that's a good, good uh, set of rules. Cool. Well, I think that covers it then. Anything else that you can think of? No, I mean, I, that's it. Like it's going to depend, right? Like all of these things, it's going to depend on SEO or paid search or email or conversion rate optimization. Like there's so many different facets of marketing and there's going to be nuance into each of those little pieces. But yeah, I think this is a good place to wrap it. Cool. Right on. Well, hey, thanks for listening. As always, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate your reviews. Feel free to hit us up on Twitter or shoot us an email at theentrepreneurcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Any questions you have or any comments or just feedback. We love it. And as always, if you like what you're hearing, leave us a nice rating and review on iTunes or wherever it is you do your listening. Tell your friends, tell your fam, share it, get the word out and keep coming back every Monday to hear more. We will see you next time. 